0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Liberty Before Lipstick. Today, I just kind of want to recap some things that happened this year. Chat. Hopefully, by the end of this episode, you feel encouraged and inspired. There will also be a video version of this podcast available on my YouTube channel, which is Amanda Ensing. Grab a snack, grab some coffee, some tea, and let's get into this episode. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you're all doing well. I love doing chit chat type of videos and just talking from the heart and just talking about things happening. And I hope after you leave this video, you feel encouraged and you feel inspired because it is crazy times right now. If I didn't talk about these things happening right now, I just couldn't go through my life acting like nothing around me was happening. You know, I feel like when Content creators come online and act like nothing's happening when it's affecting them and it's affecting all of their audience It's like to me that's sitting in a burning building and pretending like it's not burning, you know We have to talk about these things so I want to talk today and I want to kind of talk about the year We've had and I want to talk about how I'm looking forward to the future. I want to talk about cancel culture I want to talk about a few things and just chat with you guys 2020 and 2021 have kind of blended together somewhat. 2020 felt like it really took its time. There was just so much and so much and I felt like we were being dragged through the mud. 2021 this year has gone by just so fast, so quickly and every single day more and more information comes out. I feel like It's a flood of information. Like every day something's happening. I'm like, I have to post this. I have to post this. I mean, it's just things where I can't believe this is the time that I'm living in right now. And when it comes to the U.S., if we keep going at the rate we are now, by the end of 2022, this country will not be recognizable. When you look all across this country, cities like L.A., Chicago, New York. LA has pretty much become a third world country. I'm not even being funny, like this is serious. LA crime rate has skyrocketed. It's an armed robbery every day, it's a store looting every day, it's a business looting every day. I mean, people can't even drive a G-Wagon without being robbed or attacked. People don't even wanna wear jewelry in nice places like Beverly Hills. And LA was bad before I left. Seeing it now, I'm just like, I can't say that I'm surprised because of the terrible leadership and the terrible governance of LA, but this does not look like America. And then you have San Francisco, which is now trying to push safe injection sites, or they call them safe consumption sites. It's almost $7 million they wanna purchase this building where people can come and safely inject themselves with drugs, with medical staff there, just in case they overdose. So only in California can you go and safely inject yourself with drugs, you know. They don't want to help people rehabilitate, try to get off the drugs, try to, you know, get clean. Instead, they want to allow you to come and pay for you to come and inject yourself with drugs. Only in California can you do that, but you can't go into certain businesses, and you can get fired from your job and not be able to make a living if you decide you don't want to inject the you-know-what. Crazy times. I posted about this on my Instagram today, and people were telling me this has already hit New York. They already have these in New York. People DM me they already have these in Canada, and they're terrible. I'm wondering how this Christmas is gonna go over for families, because during Thanksgiving, I was so sad to see so many families not allowing their family members to come over because they didn't get the you-know-what. So the people that got it don't trust it, and they want everyone else to get what they already don't trust? It makes no sense. And, you know, Rafael, my husband, his family's in Brazil, would love to be able to spend a holiday with them, yet people that are here are so brainwashed by the propaganda, by the media-induced fear, that they won't even allow their family members to come over. And, you know, I posted about this woman on my story, who is a single mother who had to spend Thanksgiving by herself with her two-year-old because they decided they didn't want to get it. This Christmas feels extra cold. Perhaps what Biden meant when he said a dark winter. I think I've prayed more in the last year and a half than I have in my entire life, to be honest. I mean, without God, I don't know how people are making it through their days. And I also have this feeling that 2022 is gonna make 2021 look like a game because if you think that evil is done and these people who wanna take away your freedoms, your rights, your bodily autonomy, everything from you, if you think that they're done, they're just getting started. I have been keeping up with what's happening in Australia, insane. I actually have friends that are there right now and they've been documenting it as well. And even to see people that, you know, I follow there and showing it is even more eerie than what I've seen on TV. Personally, I think that if the United States of America did not have its second amendment, we would be just like Australia right now. Australia has gone full-blown totalitarianism, and each state is essentially its own police state. And it's a lot worse than what I'm just talking about right now. This is just the surface of what's happening in Australia. And then you have Germany, where even to get your hair cut, you have to show papers now. I wonder where where have I seen that before? We have such a spirit of pride in this nation. People think they're too good for evil to happen. They're too good for anything bad to happen. Oh, that would never happen. We're above that, we're beyond that. Meanwhile, if anything, we've gone backwards. People are losing everything, their jobs, their rights, their freedoms all around the world. And people sit there with their Starbucks drink on their iPhone saying, oh, that could never happen here. In Austria, they now have a deadline to get the you-know-what, and if they don't get it by February, they get fined. I believe it's €600 a month, and I think the maximum is €3,600, and if they don't pay that, they go to jail. Then in Sweden... It's been reported that allegedly over 6,000 people have gotten microchips so they don't have to get the V-passport. Microchips in their hands. It's almost like the Bible just keeps jumping off the pages and people still, that'll never happen. Everything that people said would never happen last year happened this year. And I don't know if those people just wanna laugh it off that think it would never happen or what I hope is that it's actually waking people up. What's scary as well is that our media in the U.S. is not posting any of this. All these things that I'm talking about, you can watch videos of it online. You can see independent journalists showing it online. I mean, honestly, people are more of the news. Like, we the people are more of the news than the actual news. The news has proven to not be trustworthy. I mean, one of the biggest trials of our lifetime is happening right now. Ghislaine Maxwell. And all we get are cartoon sketches. The media calls her a socialite or an associate of Epstein, instead of an alleged sex trafficker. You notice how the media does that? They protect their own. It's really chilling. The only way that we get out of this is if people wake up, stop fighting with each other because all of the media and the government wants is to divide and conquer, to divide and segregate people and to have us fighting because if we're busy fighting, they win. If they control the narrative, they win. It will take you five minutes of critical thinking to analyze things that are happening right now in every sector, from censorship, to big tech, to our corrupt media, to our health industry, to pharma. If you look at all of these things that are happening, sit and think about them logically for five minutes, even take an hour, and just start asking questions like ignore what you've been told, ignore what the media or celebrities have said politicians have said on either side like just stop and think for a second and ask yourself if things make sense if things add up we've been given the gift of discernment from god that instinct that intuition you also have that inner voice you have the holy spirit you have jesus living inside of you and so many people are just suppressing that most of us have had that one person we went on a date with or dated that we're like hmm, why didn't I see those red flags before that I ignored? That's true in anything in life. Anytime you ignore or suppress discernment, you always have to learn the hard way and it always comes back to bite you in the end. And we are gearing up for the biggest I told you so of all time and not in a good way. If people who have been sounding the alarms and telling you, hey, we need to say enough, we need to say no, We need to know what our freedoms are. We need to defend and preserve our freedoms and to stand up for truth. The people who have been saying that for a year, two years, however long now, for them to say, I told you so, is not going to be something that's satisfying. It's going to be, I told you so, as we lose everything that we have. And mind you, when it comes to the U.S., people around the world look to the U.S., I don't know why some people get triggered when I say that and they say, oh, US isn't that great. So then why does everyone move here? America is the only place where people can be here, complain about capitalism while they're here and still enjoy all the freedoms and benefits of capitalism. You'll have people who were born and raised in America haven't really traveled to much anywhere else. If they have, it hasn't been socialist or communist countries, right? They'll sit here and say, socialism and communism just hasn't been done right. And they'll say it to people, they'll look people in the eyes who have moved to America from socialist and communist countries who are telling them, hey, I saw everything that's happening in America in my country, which is why I left. I wanted freedom. And those leftists that say, oh, socialism and communism, you know, it, it just hasn't been done right. We need to do it right. They will look those people in the eyes who lived in socialism and communism and tell them that they were wrong. It blows my mind. And what's sad is that, I'm sure a lot of people are tired of talking about this. I know I'm tired of talking about it. I feel like every day I go on Instagram and I'm thinking how many people are awake today? Like are people awake today? Because it's exhausting. It's not like I know everything and you don't. I am always learning. I've learned so much in the past couple of years that once you start seeing it, you can't unsee it. And it's a never ending just hole of knowledge and seeing things differently. And I thank the Lord that he gave me eyes to see and ears to hear and that's why I started my podcast and that's why I talk about these things so much because I care, you know? You can either unite with people out of hate or you can unite with them out of love. I choose love because I love people. I love this country and not just this country, but I love people in general. And so when I come here and I'm trying to be like firm and bold, it's because I want you to hear me. I want you to listen. You can comment on any of my stuff and comment, hey, it doesn't bother me because I'm so convicted in my beliefs and I know what I'm fighting for is bigger and greater than makeup. It's bigger and greater than trolls online or hateful comments or hateful DMs like, It doesn't matter to me. Like, your soul is at stake. This country is at stake. Humanity is at stake. And if you think that's dramatic, you have not been paying attention. And honestly, it's a privilege today to not pay attention to everything that's happening. If you think that everything is just dandy, you are privileged to have just been able to not be affected by anything and think everything's great. Maybe you enjoy paying $1,000 for groceries or $10 for gas Personally, I do not. I mean, I don't see what anyone would want to, but again, there are still some people riding with Biden and then some that are hiding from Biden. So yeah. This year, a lot of people lost friends. They lost friendships they thought they would always have. And it's still happening and it's still going to continue to happen into 2022. And it's very sad. A lot of families got broken up, a lot of divorce, a lot of breakups. Everything is under attack. Families are under attack. Marriages are under attack. The enemy, Satan knows his time is running out. He knows that he doesn't have a whole lot of time. And I've been reading the book of Revelation a lot. And I keep thinking of the end of Revelation. And Jesus says, behold, I come quickly. I just circled it. I kept circling it. I have the King James Version. I just kept circling how many times Jesus says, behold, I come quickly. And, you know, it feels like... Sometimes things are never gonna end, but Jesus can come anytime. And truly, I believe we're living in the book of Revelation right now. There's so much biblical prophecy that is just jumping off the pages. Things that are happening all around the world from the Bible that you can't mistake. It's not like, is it happening? No, yeah, it's happening. The light in all of this is that so many people are coming to God and, you know, everything that happened to me the last two years, from being more aware of our system, being more aware of propaganda and corruption, and like seeing the world for what it is and not for what I thought it was, not what we're conditioned to see, but like actually taking the blindfold off and seeing it for what it is and reading the Bible daily, daily getting into the word and wrapping yourself in the full armor of God. It's like you have a fresh set of eyes. You have courage. You have strength. Um, You know, if anything, when you start following the Lord, life gets harder and you're more aware and you're more susceptible to things and you feel the weight of the world. But I wouldn't trade it for anything because I would rather be awake and know the truth than be asleep and living in a lie. Jesus says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. That's not just a quote, like that's in the Bible. And I know for a lot of people, the truth can feel very heavy. Politics, world news, current events, it can feel very heavy and emotional. And in those moments, you have to pray. You have to distance yourself and be able to absorb that with a biblical set of eyes. You know, for me personally, like politics and stuff used to really weigh on me. Before I started learning more and learning more about it, I kind of stepped away from politics for a few years. Um, After graduating college, like my major is political science. That was one of my majors. I remember leaving college thinking, the system is so corrupt. Like I don't want anything to do with it. And that was wrong. I shouldn't have just went away from it. But I got into makeup and found my escape. And, you know, I did that for a while. But getting back into being more aware, because if you want to love your neighbor, to love people around you, that means you care about who controls them, who has power over them, what the laws are in their city, how safe their city is, their neighborhood is, you know, taking care of the earth that we have here, keeping it clean, you know, making sure your children have a place where they can grow up and run and be safe, where you don't have to worry about crime and drugs and all of these things. Because Right now, we see ourselves in a very dark place. I remember growing up, like kids were always on their own running, playing outside. Now you don't always see it as much depending on where you live. Crime has just keeps going up, 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 up in the US. And without any kind of laws or regulations or law and order, I don't know why people are so against law and order. You know, our constitution, our laws were built on God's law. Whether you believe in God or not, our constitution was built on God's law. If you don't know God, where do your morals come from? How do you know what's good or bad? You know, the Ten Commandments and God's law tell us what's good and what's bad. When I started opening my eyes to corruption and evil and all these things in music industry, in Hollywood, in LA, in entertainment, in social media, big tech, pharma, our food system, our government, etc., 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 when I started opening my eyes to all of this, it's a lot, it's a lot to take in. So I grabbed to God and I grabbed onto my Bible and I was like, God, I'm gonna need you because without you, I, I can't do it without you. And that paired with when cancel culture tried to come for me and you know, me just talking about my views and beliefs. like I never knew it was so controversial to have an opinion. People have been conditioned to reject anything that doesn't align with what their TV tells them or what their news tells them, whether it's CNN or Fox, you know, whatever. Personally, what I experienced was obviously the far left coming for me just because I had a different view, because I had a different opinion. When the mob and cancel culture came for me, I knew I would never bow because if you bow to the mob, it will never be enough. You can bow and then they'll ask you to get down on the floor on your face. It will never be enough. And I'm so convicted in my beliefs, they are my own, that if I were to bow for my beliefs, that means I never really believed in them in the first place. And, you know, you can believe in whatever you want. I share my beliefs because they're mine, but I respect people's right to have their own beliefs, but mine are what I'm going to talk about, you know? If I don't agree with someone's beliefs, I just keep scrolling and I move on. If someone wants to have a discussion about, you know, faith or politics, whatever, I'm open to that. One reason why we've gotten here, why our country is so divided, first and foremost, is the media. Hands down. If you can't see that now, please wake up. Please stop pushing down your discernment and wake up, first and foremost, to that. Secondly is people are not willing to have discussions and conversations anymore. People will follow someone online, let's say, or have a friend in real life, and then the moment they say something that they don't agree with, oh, I'm done with them. And the follow, unfollow button has become something of like, this person is no longer worth anything to you because instead of having a conversation with someone, you'd rather just, oh, no, we don't agree on that. People think that if they don't agree with someone on everything, they can't be their friend. It's literally insane. How do people think it's possible to agree with someone on everything? And I wonder if those people that do that actually have any friends. I mean, it has to be very lonely or else they only have friends that agree with everything they say or pretend that they agree with everything they say and then they live in an echo chamber. Living in an echo chamber is not healthy. The problem is instead of people having discussions and asking questions, usually people resort to attacking or being really nasty, like calling you names. Like when people don't have the facts, if they don't have an argument of any kind of substance, of any kind of depth, they just resort to attacking whether it's how you look Or calling you names because of what you believe in. Whatever, whatever it is. That's just what people result to. And it's so sad. And it's honestly really embarrassing. Like, you can call me any name you want or whatever. But, like, is that it? You're going to have to try harder than that. Like, sometimes I think people are going to look back on this time in history and say, this was just one of the dumbest times ever. Because people didn't talk to each other. They believe whatever their TV said to them. And they lost all common sense, logic critical thinking, any discernment, any instinct and literally we're just sheep to the establishment. The goal is to be so educated, so aware that you are not easily controlled. You are not susceptible to propaganda. When I started speaking out last year, I told God. God and I had a conversation and I said, look, I will follow you anywhere into uncharted waters And if you tell me to run towards you onto the water, even though I can't walk on water, I will sprint even if I fall headfirst into the ocean. But I will go wherever you tell me to. And standing up for anything worth something comes at a price. But we should aim to speak truth no matter what the cost. What's dangerous and scary are the amount of people right now speaking lies who think they're telling the truth, because no one will talk to them and tell them otherwise. I've said this a million times on my podcast, but this is not a fight against each other. It's we, the 99%, the people against the 1%, the elite, like the 1% that own everything, they control everything. And I've also said this a million times, follow the money. And I've had people ask me, well, what does that mean? Follow the money. Politicians are bought and paid for for a price. Businesses are bought and paid for for a price. I mean, follow the money. Who's benefiting? How much has pharma made this quarter? Look at who's benefiting because when you break it down to the simplest terms, everything here on earth is a battle for your soul. Satan is the prince of the earth, he roams it. He's looking for whom he can devour. And you have to work every single day, it's spiritual warfare to wrap yourself in the full armor of God and be prepared every day to face anything that comes your way and to stand firm and to preserve God's glory. The problem with the church and a lot of Christians is they're expecting natural in a supernatural world. People who follow Jesus have forgotten who God is. They've forgotten about the power of miracles. They read them in the Bible, but if they really ask themselves, they don't believe that they can happen. We serve a supernatural, almighty God who is not bound by time, space, and matter. He created all of those things. The further a generation drifts from the truth, the more they're going to reject and hate anyone who speaks it, who speaks the facts. Right now, I'm praying for revival, for divine intervention in the United States of America and also in the world. Because right now, we're at a pivotal time in our history. A few wrong moves will result in America as we know it not being America anymore. And even people that aren't awake right now, or maybe have too much pride, or can't accept the things that are happening, I know that even those people would hate to see what their country will become if it keeps going at, at this pace. The goal is to keep everyone distracted, to keep everyone busy, to keep everyone looking over here while they're doing what really matters over here. A generation of Esters is rising right now. God is just lifting up women all over the world with courage and boldness that are risking everything for their families, for their friends, for their children. I don't have children yet, but I'm standing up for your children. I am standing up for my future children. If you don't stand now and you push off that fight to future generations, they're not even going to know that they had the option to stand. What happens to kids now is what they will know. If all they know is fear and being afraid of everything around them and following orders, they won't even know what freedom is. Everything is situational, you know. A lot of people in communist countries that have never left don't know freedom. That's all they know. So to them, that's normal. What are you willing to accept as normal? What kind of world do you want to leave your children and your loved ones and your future generations? I want my kids to grow up in a place that they feel encouraged, that they can be raised following Jesus and loving the Lord and raised in biblical truth, a place where they're free, how God created them to be, a place where they can freely learn and ask questions, where they can learn how to nurture their bodies and learn, you know, about herbs and natural medicines, a place where they can travel the world and see its beauty without having to inject themselves with whatever the government says. A place where they don't have to provide papers everywhere they go, proving that they're a healthy person. I just look at the last year, especially this year, and I'm like, how is this normal to anyone? How are people just okay with this? Jesus says to always guard your heart for everything flows from it. And I keep thinking of that scripture because The purpose of guarding your heart is that your heart can be fleeting. Your emotions can fool you. Your emotions can bypass all logic. If you're afraid, you will bypass all logic and just do whatever you think you have to in that moment. The media-induced fear literally has so many people afraid to just breathe the air. There was a woman in the locker room a few weeks ago at my gym, and She wasn't extremely old. She was an older woman, but, you know, she looked healthy. And she was by herself in the private hot tub in the gym wearing a mask while she swam. I mean, it it makes me sad because I'm like, why are you wearing that swimming in the water by yourself? No one's even near you. I mean, how many people do you see a day wearing a mask by themselves in the car? Yesterday, I saw a guy with a mask so tight to his face standing outside By himself, no one around him, and as people would walk by, I mean, he would literally start shaking like he was afraid, like he would jump back when people walked by. How are men supposed to protect us when they're afraid of the air? If you want to weaken a nation, you first start with the men because the men are there to protect. Women, we're awesome, we're strong, we're warriors, but we need men as well. Men and women both play their own unique roles in society, even biblically, and that's not a bad thing. Men are stronger than women as far as physical strength. And I want big manly men to protect me if things just go down the drain. For us to get through this next season, you are going to have to hold on to the Lord. You're going to have to put down all pride, vanity, arrogance, whatever's holding you back, whatever's keeping you at a distance from God, you're going to have to let it go. And you're going to have to be willing to see the truth. And that goes for everyone. I know a lot of people are exhausted, tired of being on this ride. We the people are pissed. We're tired of the clown show. I don't know about anyone else, but I'm tired of being taken as a fool. The powers that be literally think that we're stupid. Don't forget who sits forever on the throne. Don't forget that God will have his way. God sets up kings and takes down kings at his will. And there is a purpose and season for everything under heaven. And we don't always understand it, but we will one day. And I know firsthand that everything the enemy means for bad, God will turn it and make it for good. I've seen it happen in my life, um, even the last year. When you're in the middle of a battle and you're in the middle of spiritual warfare, it can be brutal. And anytime I face those obstacles, I'm like, God, I know you're going to turn it around. If I can give you any words of encouragement, it's to get to know Jesus today. Get to know him right now. All you have to do is talk to him, pray to him. If you don't have a Bible, get the free Bible app, download the Bible, start reading God's word. That's how we connect with him is talking to him, praying to him and to reading the word. I mean, there's really no time to waste. You know, things are moving so fast. Another little token of advice is for everyone who always messages me and says, I'm afraid to speak out. Like, how, how, how do you speak out? The moment you realize that the people you're afraid of judging you or bullying you or attacking you or not liking you, the moment you realize most of them don't think, at all about what they stand for and what they're talking about. They literally don't even think about it. You don't care what they think about you. They don't even think themselves about what they're talking about. And you should never have to prove yourself to anyone. You don't have to prove why you believe in certain things, why you think certain things, unless you want to, go for it, but you don't owe that to anyone. The only person you need to worry about impressing is the man upstairs is Jesus, that's it. When I started speaking out, I was kind of thrown into the wolves and I had to choose if I wanted to fight my way out or to be eaten. And I'm a fighter, I'm a warrior. So I stood there and I fought them all and I fought my way out to be free. Ever since I genuinely stopped caring about what other people think, it took this big weight off of my chest. And you'll see a lot of people online say, oh, I don't care what anyone thinks, don't care about what anyone thinks. Everything they do, you can tell they absolutely care what people think because they don't say anything against the grain. They only say things that go along with the trends or go along with the media or that's safe or cozy, things that they can't get a lot of hate for or things that are politically correct. You can see who genuinely doesn't care what people think and people who don't. And you've also been able to see in the last year who's living for God and who isn't. Because the world will tell you, just be open-minded, accept everything, don't worry about morals or values. But Jesus says, take the narrow path. Because the wide gate, the wide path, that road leads to destruction. But the narrow gate is what leads to life. And few people find it. I want to go the narrow gate. I want to go the path that leads to life. Choose the path that leads to life. Be bold be unafraid, stand firm, do not be moved. With Jesus, he says, do not be moved, be immovable. Don't underestimate the power of God living inside of you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Liberty Before Lipstick don't forget to subscribe, download this podcast, and to share it with a friend. And if you enjoyed, please give me a review wherever you listen to this episode. If you want to support this show, please head over to my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash amandaensing. There's also a new drop on my store, makemakeupgreatagain.com. It's been a while since we had a drop. We have a Liberty before lipstick t-shirt as well as an Esther 414 hat and some other little goodies. So make sure you head over there. Once they're gone, they're gone. We're not going to be restocking So make sure you head over if you want to grab something or get a gift for someone. I hope everyone has a great weekend and I will catch you next week in a brand new episode.